Our lives are full of so many possibilities. Why not act in accordance with the one that you want? Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Purposeful Lifestyle Development Podcast, where we discuss all things thought work and manifestation, but we use neuroscience and the study of the brain to do so. I'm your host, Tessa Spizak. I'm a board-certified practitioner, master life and health coach, and seasoned executive speaker. If you're ready to create your highest value lifestyle and turn your dream life into a reality, you're in the right place. Let's get right into today's episode. Hello, hello, my loves. If you are listening live, happy Monday and happy start to a new month. When this airs, it will be the 1st of August. And I don't know about you, but I always find it so invigorating when a new month starts on a Monday. It's a very clean slate feeling to me. Like we just get to start fresh. It's a great invitation for a whole new energetic approach as well. And that's exactly what I want to talk to you about today how to set up and create your month in a way that's rejuvenating, invigorating, and really gets you pumped up for the lifestyle that you want. As always, for those who join in every week, thank you so much for spending your time with me. And if you're new here today, welcome to the conversation on lifestyle development. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you never miss one of our conversations and leave a review if this resonates with you and share if you know someone that could benefit from this conversation as well. So let's get into it. I am going to be walking you through how to plan for a month in a holistic way. This takes into consideration everything from the cycles of your energy, your priorities, and it really puts you in the driver's seat to create the lifestyle that you want. And all you have to do is follow it. You can really use this with any time frame, but I'd love to use it with a new month. Basically, it's enough time that it can be general in terms of flexibility. As I mentioned, it leaves room to really cater to your energetic cycles, and I'll get into that more as we go, but it also allows you to basically manipulate your to-do list without even really having to keep one. And most importantly, it helps you determine how you want to show up. Basically, it allows you to script out your month. So what is that? Scripting is basically like writing out the framework for what you want it to look like, what you expect to happen, and most importantly, how you expect to feel when that happens. It's basically like doing your homework ahead of time or studying for a test so you know what's on it. I picture it kind of like a home builder also. They have a blueprint drawn up before they start working, right? I mean, they know that in the home there's going to be walls and there's going to be doors, of course, but they never go in and just start putting them up willy-nilly without a full picture or without a plan. Clearly, that's not the efficient way to do this. So I want to apply that same logic to creating our month and really getting into that lifestyle that we want. So how do we do it? How do we script out our months to develop that lifestyle? So it's going to start out pretty typical at first. You go and grab a calendar. 
Now, if you're driving or on a walk or doing something like that where you can't do that right now, that's really okay. Still go ahead and listen through these steps so that you can think through it all and do some visualizing to get a good idea of what you want on paper. Then come back and fill it out later. Um, It's almost like, you know, reading a whole recipe through. Maybe everyone should do this. Yes, let's listen through and then we'll go back and fill it all out. I just finished this with my August calendar and it feels so good. So first and foremost, I do want to mention this is something that I have really learned to take my time with. I really let myself enjoy this and get excited about planning my month. I know if I come at this with anxious feelings, I mean, on either end of the spectrum, either the, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. How can I do it all? Or, oh my gosh, I have nothing scheduled yet. I have nothing planned. What do I do? How do I do it? Right. Either way, if an anxious feeling is welling up, I remind myself of this wonderful truth. And I want you to hear this because this is just incredible. Please remember this. It really will curb a huge chunk of your general anxiousness, at least for a lot of people. It's that anxiety and excitement. You know how incredibly similar they are in the body? It's only really your thoughts and your mindset when it's happening that's different. Think about it. You might get a little shaky. Your palms get sweaty. Your heart rate goes up. Maybe you're getting little knots in your stomach. The only thing that's different is you're either smiling and excited or kind of gritting your teeth and getting ready to bear it, right? So I want you to come at this with a good headspace if you want those good results. Also, another note, I suggest doing this on a physical calendar as well as your you know, electronic calendar, the one connected to your emails and all of this. I am partial to whiteboards especially if you're someone whose schedule is prone to changing or shifting. I really like a whiteboard and then also having one, again, in your computer, one that's connected to your email that can show you those quick and immediate changes. For some, instead of a whiteboard, it might be a planner that you carry with you for the majority of my life. You know, even from grade school to a adulthood lived and breathed through a planner. Um, It really doesn't make sense for me anymore. And that was a rough transition. But if you can, planner, whiteboard, something that you see regularly. Mine is in my office, right in my line of vision, basically right over my computer. And one of the reasons that I say to do both is because you're using more senses. So it sticks in your brain better and it makes more sense. Basically, you're going to be physically writing it. You're going to be reading it, transferring that information into your other calendar, right? So you're remembering it. You're seeing it again, typing it, saying it out loud. Doing all of these different things will really help make it stick and make you remember too. I also use color coding. This is my last tip. It helps me see my priorities and different aspects of my life. And I'll go through how I do that. I'll walk you through it. For some, that's going to be incredibly helpful and others potentially way overwhelming. So of course, do what makes sense for you. But here are my steps when I start with a blank calendar. So first I go through my month and I write out all of my obligations, right? These are things like meetings, my live sessions, one-on-one coaching, my corporate sessions, basically any encounter that involves another person or another group of people where it would be 
really difficult or inappropriate to change that timing, right? Basically, I don't want to reschedule these for anything other than an emergency. They're pretty concrete in that schedule. So put anything that's an obligation. This can include school, work, appointments, if you've got to pick up the kids, right? That all goes in here too, that it's pretty much going to happen again, no matter what, unless there is an emergency. For me, I put these all in blue. When I first started time blocking and really figuring out how to run my own schedule after college, I learned this system and it's the red, yellow, green system, the time system, basically like a stoplight, right? So red meant you were busy, Yellow was like your slowdown time, um, things that were already scheduled, and green meant go, like you could fill your time with something. And that was nice at first, but I found myself associating red with like danger, I think. And I started kind of dreading the important things that were set in red. So I know that's not how everybody's brain works, but if you are like that too, and you are someone who you know, might like color coding or can associate different things with colors. I used blue because that typically goes with, it's associated with calmness, unity, or, you know, just general satisfaction. And here's an important part. As I schedule them in and I write them in, I feel those things, right? Calmness, unity, general satisfaction, I always do my best to imagine the best possible outcome, that best case scenario. Every time I write down a one-on-one, right, say you are doing coaching with me, when I'm writing out our schedule in my calendar, I'm picturing us having an incredible conversation. I am feeling proud and excited and imagining the person I'm talking to, I guess if If Again, if it was you that I was having a conversation with, I'm picturing your face having that aha moment. I am excited, right? Just imagining how great that could be. I really start to expect as I write them down, right? I expect that best possible outcome. So that's important. And after I have all my fully set in stone things, next I go into my meetings or things that involve other people that I really don't want to move or miss. They're definitely still a priority, but it's something maybe like a community meetup or a networking event, maybe a workout class or something along those lines. Or even maybe I have made plans with someone that I have no intention of moving, but maybe we're both not a hundred percent set in stone, right? So that's going to come after those concrete obligations. I still keep them in blue because they involve other people and they're important, but that's what's going to go in first is we have two sets. First, major priorities that we really can't move. Second is the big priority is that we don't want to move. So once that's completed, this is a really great step that I find really, really helpful is I also go through and add any task or event or anything along those lines that is associated with making those necessity things, the things in blue, run more smoothly. So of course, that's things like travel time or any work prep beforehand, but it's also making notes of what you need to do around these things. So say you have an event, like a birthday party, and your need to do is you need to bring a gift, then I go ahead and I schedule that in too, right? 
here's the day that I might have time or getting myself a section of time where it makes sense that I could go get that gift. You know, if I'm going to wrap it then to all the different things. And that basically starts creating for myself a to-do list from a blank start. And for me, like I said, that's been critical. And I put all of these in my calendar as green, like go time, right? And I don't put a specific time on these always, but I do note them on the agenda for the day. Or like I said, for that weekend. That way, when the week comes up or that day comes up, my to-do list is already in creation for me. And all I have to do is place it where I like. So if you're doing this on a computer, you can pull out a section, either if you're putting it at the beginning of the day, right? Make a little piece of your calendar, a little section that says, you know, schedule this out at the beginning of the day. Or if you are at a work day, maybe working out of the house in that afternoon slot, even if you don't have the time set yet, just make yourself a little time slot that hour or two that you know you're going to be free and put those in a to-do list for you. So as you're looking up to that day, maybe that week, or again, earlier in the day, you've already got your intentions set for you. Like, oh yeah, I need to go maybe get the present, get the wrapping paper. We're going to get this done today. And as I mentioned, you really want to pay attention to how you feel as you're writing these down and what you're envisioning. Because seriously, our thoughts and the words we say to ourselves really impact what future is going to come and how you're going to feel. Remember, we're always scripting whether we're doing it intentionally or not. So listen to the tone in the words in your head when you're writing it down. Are you saying, oh, I've got that party. That means I have to get the gift. I don't have time. Oh, I'm going to have to wrap it too. No, no, no. I want you to stop. Go take a breather, right? This is not how you want to fill out your time frame. Because if you're doing that as you're writing, as you're planning, when this event comes up, you are very likely to match that same energy when you planned it, right? As you're writing it down, if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have time for this. How am I going to squeeze this in? We pretty much just made that happen. As you come up to that event, whether you're busy or not, your brain's going to associate that same feeling and say, oh, I have to do this and kind of give you that matching anxious energy. So again, really pay attention to how you want to feel. If you're going to a party, you're getting your friend a birthday present, get present for a second. That's Wonderful. Think of your friend. Imagine them, you know, really being happy and smiling with this gift. Take a moment to picture yourself having a great time, really getting to give for someone else and taking a moment out of your busy schedule that says, I'm just going to think about you and what you want. That's really going to change your internal state. I mean, just saying that, I felt all nice and warm picturing shopping for a friend, finding something that they really want that would be useful make sure you're staying in that headspace. I want to call it like daydreaming about how good all of these things can go. And as I said at the start of this session, there are countless numbers of outcomes and possibilities for everything. So why not assume the best? Why not live your life like you're going to get the best possible outcome? Why not schedule accordingly? Why not start thinking about your month like everything is going to work out in your favor? Picture it that way. Daydream about that. And that will move us on to our next layer. We have our full first layer done. Next, you're going to add some time blocks for your regularly occurring events that are necessary to make your life run smoothly. I put these in a pinkish fuchsia color. 
For me, this represents fun or playfulness because I really want to enjoy doing these things. So I use that color association there. Those regular occurring events are just what it sounds like. Those things that happen or are due on an ongoing basis. I include things like the podcast or time to write for both myself and the surgeon that I partner with. I include my continuing education study, which is really important to me. You can add things like your grocery shopping or your meal prep. And these as well, they don't have to come with a specific time. Some do, that might work for you. But I at least put them on the day's to-do list. And again, these are things that already need to get done Doing them will make your life a little bit easier, and let's go ahead and just schedule them in. Even if you don't have a set time, the more we fill out, the more your schedule starts to make itself. And here's the fun part. Next is where I go in with my priorities. And you may want to pause here and do a little bit of pondering. You'd be surprised how many people really need a minute to line out what's important to them and what their priorities actually are. For those who have been around me a while, I can share some of mine. You might know my morning routine is so important to me and how I function as a human being. It is very sacred to me. Now, of course, I don't get the luxury of doing my entire morning routine every day. Life happens, right? Sometimes I have to do a really early corporate session or I do work with a lot of folks overseas. So sometimes the only time we can meet is early in the morning but I do try. And again, my morning routine is a place where I really have to pay attention to my energy rhythms. I've really trained my brain to give me a good hit of dopamine in the morning. You know, that basically the get up and go chemical because I've created a morning routine that I really like. I do my skincare, I move my body, I do a workout, I journal, I visualize, I script for my day, I do some affirmations, right? It's a really lovely morning. But I've learned that sometimes, even though I am, you know, so lucky and so privileged to be able to do this and to be able to have created my lifestyle in a way that I can, I can still throw myself off if I don't pay attention to my energy. So for instance, say I did plan poorly and I didn't have a set schedule for the day, or I really didn't know what to do next, right? Maybe the to-do list had gotten too long. That's really uncomfortable for me and for my brain. And I've learned that even in the morning where it would clearly be much better for me to plan out the day, my brain will really drive me to just throw on my shoes, you know, get to the gym, get in the woods or something and burn off some of that dopamine. Because remember, excitement and anxiousness can be really similar. So if I'm you know, maybe feeling a bit anxious about the day and then just go burn all that in the workout. Well, now when I come and try to schedule out my day, I'm going to maybe be tired or not be able to do it as well, right? Where we have just those mental freezes. You can learn to start manipulating your own energy. So I know I'm aware my brain likes to get up and do that morning movement. I think that's an attestment to affirmations, right? I've told this story a thousand times about how important it is to me, and I think I've fully ingrained it in my DNA because I can't change it, but I can manipulate that energy. Say I really do need to schedule out the day or it is going to get hectic. I use that readiness to get up and move. That's just what my body does now. I go ahead and use that 
plan out my day or do the hard thing, do that first. And that is creating some internal motivation, right? It's creating that will for me to want to get it done. That place where anxiousness maybe meets excitement, meets dopamine. So before I get my movement, I get that done. And again, that's controlling my own energy and using it to my advantage, really turning it into motivation. Now, I know if you're someone who hates waking up early or hates really moving in the morning, this might sound foreign to you, but think about when you have your energy spikes, right? Everybody's different. Not one time is better than the other. I know some people have really good energy spikes right in the early evening, right? After the day kind of settles in, they get their second wind and they're ready to go. If that's you, schedule in things like this, your important things at that time. I know personally for me, that ain't going to work, right? Between, you know, the hours of like five and seven o'clock or, you know, somewhere around there, my brain is calm. I am not my most creative. I want to, you know, hang out with my family. I want to turn down a little. So getting to know what your energy cycles are and when that makes sense to you. And again, going through the list of the rest of your priorities. Now, of course, I talked about my morning routine. That makes me happy. But what else really gives me a good month, makes me have a good time or gives me something to look forward to? I know in my life, here's another example. My husband and I have a date night at least every other week. So that goes on. That's scheduled. That makes sure that we both know, right? We both get excited for it. We make the reservations, We eat at home a lot, right? We don't like to go out that much other than our date nights. But when we do, we like to get all beautiful, primp together, you know, put on the best outfits and go to a nice restaurant. Or sometimes, you know, date night means putting on our comfiest clothes and we've got a little theater room upstairs. So we do a dinner and movie night and just sit up there and order in. But regardless of what it is, it's something that I look forward to and it's really important to me. So it goes on the calendar. So finish out your priorities. List two to three things, four more. If you're new to this, maybe we start lower and start adding on, but add the things that make you happier and more grounded and a better functioning person, right? What's good for your mental health? Is it expanding your social circle? That's one of mine. That's a priority. So I will you know, two birds, one stone type. I really like morning movement. I really want to gain or grow my circle. So doing a morning Pilates or yoga class or workout class is great to hit two of my goals at once. Think about even something simple, right? If you've got a local farmer's market going out there on the weekend, just to become present and see what people created with their hands. That's something I really enjoy doing. So trying to schedule that in. Things that really pour into your own cup. They add purpose to the things that they do. And again, they don't have to be big things. You don't even have to leave the house, right? Back to our energy cycles. If you are someone who midweek, you notice every Wednesday, you are just drained. Okay, don't try to fight that. Just honor that as your energy cycle. And what makes most sense to you then, right? What are your priorities? Do you turn off the lights, right, and sit in a bubble bath as part of your self-care? Or is it curling up with your favorite book and escaping into a new reality? 
Okay, do that. Whatever makes sense for you. And again, pours into your own cup so that you don't get burnout and you have the energy and the stamina to do all the need to do's and all the want to do's as well. I feel like I'm always reminding folks, and this is one of my missions is to have everyone know this. It is not selfish at all to do for you. In reality, it's very selfless to figure out how to make that time so that you have enough energy and power and everything that you need to give into others. And again, do what you need to do. Lastly, if you are a person like me who might get really wrapped up or hyper-focused on what you're doing, if you're not too careful, one thing that can happen is burnout right? You give all of your energy until you have nothing left to give. I know if I'm not careful, I can get too sucked in and then have to heal my burnout for what feels like ages until my brain starts working properly again. So scheduling the important things and scripting out how they're going to go and how they're going to enhance my life and my time It really helps me stay present and stay excited and motivated and invigorated instead of burnt out or feeling anxious or overly busy with an overflowing to-do list. I'm sure we've all fallen victim to Parkinson's law. I know I have. It's basically a theory that we take as long as we have to do an activity. If the deadline was in a day, we would do it in a day. And if the deadline was in a week, it would take that whole week I know, again, I can fall victim to that. So this really helps me stay away from that as well. So for my final piece, all of my happy things, all of the things that make me more whole and more me, they are in yellow or an orangish color because it makes me think of sunshine or things that make you feel good and warm. So now when you have your whole month drawn out in front of you and you can really see this, it can feel so calming and really give you a sense of power and control. Yes, you have the solid outline of what needs to get done, basically are things in blue, but that's where most people stop, right? Essentially making their calendar look like a month-long to-do list. But when we add these other steps, right, we add in the things that make our lives easier or run more smoothly in our reds or our pink, right? We add in the things that make us feel good or add value and enhance who we are as a person. Add those maybe in yellow. Now you have this colorful blueprint of what this next time frame of your life is going to look like. And again, the most important piece of this is taking time to pay attention to how you want to feel, what you want the outcome of these things to be. Our lives are full of so many possibilities. So why not act in accordance with the one that you want? But all right, my loves, that's where I'll leave us today. I want to thank you so much for joining in on this conversation with me. And each week, every Monday, we're going to be posting a new episode going a little bit deeper into the conversation of what you can do to train your brain on purpose to really allow for the lifestyle that you want to live. Until next time, my loves, in the meantime, here's to your health and your happiness. Mm